Hello everyone, welcome to the Edward White Audio Thoughts. In this episode I talk to a guy called Ben Kinnaird from uh, Rather Inventive, which is a marketing agency based in kind of Sirencester. Um, really good episode, yeah, I really enjoyed this one. We, we got onto a lot of different topics and talked about how we learn, how we develop, how we grow, uh, mindfulness and, and just kind of being in control of your life. Um, the, episode, <laughs> the episode starts with how to make the perfect scrambled egg as... Uh, ben, basically, I I try and audio balance um, by just asking what people have for breakfast, and yeah, we got into the subject of talking about how to make the perfect scrambled egg. So I hope you enjoyed that. <laughs> enjoyed this episode. Uh, thank you very much for listening, and goodbye. To come out, what you don't you know need to? You just use good eggs. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my eggs, uncle complained. Eggs, up, nothing else, not even salt, because salt Butter? will bre- break down. Ah, in a minute come to that uh. salt salt breaks down the proteins you don't want to put salt in until they're ready because otherwise you get sloppiness. i heard that actually yeah i heard that um from a guy called tim ferris and yeah he oh yes said about that yeah he said about he's a, he's the annoying guy that's really successful about yeah. his six hour work week or yeah 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 um no so then um butter when you scramble them yes mm. definitely lots of it and then lots on the toast no no and milk. then a, then a little little crack of salt and pepper on top once once you eat it Nice. That yeah. is it. Okay. Maybe some smoked okay. salmon on the side. Avocado. <laughs> <laughs> Going overboard then. Cool. So now we've got an in-depth thingy on how to make scrambled egg. And that's recorded, so yeah. Excellent. <laughs> um, hello, welcome to the Edward White Audio Thoughts. Do you just want to tell me a little bit about yourself? What is it you do? Name, the kind of backstory? Yeah. Um, hello, I'm hello. Ben. Ben Kinnaird. I've got a business called Rather Inventive. And you, you say, ask about my backstory. Yeah. It, it's, I've, come from, <laughs> I've come from quite a few different places. Okay. But essentially, the, I've got a keen interest in technology. And ever since I was 12, I was playing with computers. Mm. And, and so it, everything I've done, really, as long as it's involved a computer, I've been very happy. But I've been doing, um, we were talking earlier about doing flash animations for voiceovers. Mm. Um, all the way through to website development, IT, management and support. And what I'm doing now is much more video-based. Mm. Um, it's like presenting, really. Yeah. And actually, that's where I'm at now is just supporting and helping our clients with marketing. Mm. And if I can do that in a video format, then I'm happier. Okay. So uh, what, did, what did school look like for you? What did uni look like for you? Did you, did you know that you wanted to go into the kind of technology area field what yeah what did it were you a good student essentially i was a, a grade c student all the way through <laughs> um, <laughs> i i really liked school i i got i was always very excited about the start of a new year yeah you know when you get the um you get the schedule yeah and you have to copy it down and i got really excited about that it's like everything can happen this year yeah but as you get towards the end of the year you get a bit bored depre- bit depressed but come around to the next year really happy <laughs> but I, I I never really excelled at school but I no. never really did badly I was a, a child that kind of just did okay mm. um, and in fact there was a few once or twice I, I was outside the headmaster's office and teachers just walked past couldn't believe why I was there because <laughs> they'd never seen me there so I no. said you're such a good boy what, yeah. what, are you, what have you done yeah. <laughs> must be really bad yeah. um, and that was in Newent in Gloucestershire okay that's where I was born and raised. 
and then moved to um, South... Well, actually, before university, I went and had a year in London. Okay. Um, I was staying at um, my one of my brother's friend's pubs, mm. and I got to work in the pub. Mm. I got to do a lot of temp work. Okay. And I love that. Yeah. I love that period of my life, and I, I, I often wonder what would have happened if I'd not gone to university after that year. And yeah. I should have stayed on and carried on working. So what, what made you go to uni instead of staying on and carrying on friends. working? Okay. There were lots of friends at university, and um, I just felt that they were having fun. I'd mm. often go down and see them, and they were just getting drunk all the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were just having such a good laugh. And I, it's not that I wasn't doing that. No. Um, and I was earning lots of money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, there was I'd often go down and visit them, and I'd be the one, I'd buy around for everyone. Yeah. And then when they'd buy drinks, they'd just buy me them individually back. <laughs> and I didn't realize, for me, you know, it wasn't a huge amount of money. In fact, it's really cheap. Yeah, going down nice. to yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, in, in the student union, uh, compared to London prices. Oh, God, yeah. Um, but eventually I went down to Southampton Institute and studied um, what is effectively broadcast engineering, but they called it like media technology. Mm. Um, but we studied everything from um, real film um, and editing and splicing. Oh, okay. We did some um, analog audio work as mm. well on a reel-to-reel <laughs> and splicing that was really good fun um, through to digital um, mm. effects and production and then electronics as well, sort of understanding how a, a voice travels from a microphone down the cables yeah. and maybe go over wireless network. Yeah. I wasn't so good at that bit. <laughs> I love the creative side of it, but just being around technology, I, I was really enthused by it. Okay. Um, so what what is it that your agency does? It's a good question. I hate this question. When I get asked it, I'm like, uh. It's a good question. And what, what does our agency do? Um, I'll tell you what I like doing and we'll see how that fits in. I like working with people who have a uh, an issue they want to overcome. Mm-hmm. Um, not a personal issue as such, but more of a business issue. So yeah. they need to get more customers. They mm-hmm. need to get better customers. They need to get people that they want to work with more. Or they've got a technical issue. So they don't know how to reach the people they want to reach. No. Um, whether that's through video, social media, email marketing, or they want to speed things up. Mm. The best people I work with tend to be marketing managers that are just a bit stressed. Yeah. <laughs> They've got so much to do. They've got targets. Yeah. They may not know what all their stats are. No. Um, and they've got so many different areas they need to cover mm. and sources they need to work to be able to get the leads they need. Yeah. So they've got a lot of pressure on them. What I can come in and do is help give them a decent dashboard mm. where they can pull in all that data into one place and really understand it. In fact, I'm working with a company in Hereford just to, to do that, like pulling in their sales data, um, <laughs> analytics, Google mm. Search Console, YouTube, mm. pulling that all into one place. And now they use our dashboard mm. as their regular um, uh, management meeting um, okay. stat, to provide yeah. stats for their management meeting mm. because it gives useful information. It's mm. not just reams and reams of data that they don't know what it means. No. We've worked through each metric to say, is this useful? Uh, what does it okay. mean to you? Um, yeah. But that's just overcoming a problem. It's mm. like they need to know how well they're performing. So I can put the data in front of them and then refine it down till it actually means something. Yeah. So that's that's what I love doing. Mm. Uh, if it involves coffee and a nice chat and a, per- and a person I, I get something from as well, then yeah, I'm yeah. even happier. But essentially solving problems for business owners or marketing teams is where I'm at. Okay. Um, what, what do you... What do you do in terms of marketing for yourself? Do you... Not enough. No? Um, I <clears throat> I know everything I should be doing, and I probably do a quarter of it. Um, do you tell your clients what, they should, what you should be doing? You're like, 
You should be doing that. And then, do you and know, then, actually, we, we probably do a lot in terms of marketing. What I, what we probably don't do so well is follow through on the on uh, the, the strategy as well as we could. Mm. Because what we, do you mean by that? Okay, so we have an email. We have a website. Mm-hmm. We have an email marketing newsletter that goes out regularly, and we collect that list. Yeah. Um, I put out a blog. Yeah. We have which we get nice articles mm. written for us. Um, in- internally through our copywriters that we work with we have a podcast yeah. we publish to YouTube yeah. I put all of that on social media yeah. What? so we're using everything mm. what I don't think we do well enough is have a strategy to maximise every single one of those pieces of content so I'll give you an example with a podcast episode that goes out by default once we publish it on the blog it goes out on social media and if I don't do anything else that's going to be it. Mm. One hit, mm. which is no good. No. And so we get a steady climb, mm. but we are increasing in terms of uh, viewers and listeners. Yeah. But what we really need, and, and when I have done it, I see this, is to start telling people about who's going to be on our show, getting questions in, that first hit before the show is even recorded. Uh, and we record the show. That's a good idea. And, um, and then when we when we publish it tagging back in those people who ask questions so that they because mm. they've got a vested interest at that point yeah and then they're not worrying about boring people about the same content because okay I've published on social media once but it doesn't mean everyone's seen it so I could put it in the morning when I know some people are going to look mm. and then in the evening and then maybe at the weekend mm. and then maybe in a couple of months time I can mm. revisit a couple of podcasts where I thought actually you know when I talked to Ed and we had a really good conversation about mics and, and why, why good audio quality works let me bring that up again because something reminded me of it and mm. then push it out again I don't do enough of that no but when I do you can, you can start to see that momentum and that conversation mm. building and I know you meant to do that <laughs> and I talk to people about that and about setting a, a schedule and then working in mm. and around that and working with the, the feedback you're getting mm. and it generates more and more and more and I see other cl- customers doing really well. Mm. Why don't I do that? I think it, it's, it's not time. I have enough time. Yeah. I think it's that I just take on too many things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's focus on my part. You get o- overwhelmed by... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I totally get that. What I found doing so i'd like record a lot of my meetings and stuff and then if i go and do an interview or stuff like that what i found i do now is i'll have a clip that i've maybe put out like a couple of months ago and then i can i can repurpose that or re rebrand it in terms of um pardon me so there's this one where i was um the original quote it was at bbc radio wiltshire the original quote was um you don't need money to be happy Mm. And then it was just me talking about how you don't need things to, to feel validated and stuff like that. And then I I repurposed it and it was like, maybe I was a minimalist this whole time because I, I did a whole thing about like, oh yeah, I'm becoming a minimalist. And like, for like 16 bags of like, to charity and then like, to yeah, whatever. Like just threw out loads of shit that I didn't need. And um, it, by repurposing that, it's like, I've already said it and I put the date on it and it was mm-hmm. like, do you know what I mean like it's just by putting out content you, you've almost got it, it's there yeah and, and then you can like re-look back and you could go oh maybe I could share that again like you said with the mics or something or say say someone releases something new that a new product or thing do you know what I mean there's, there's ways that you can go around it and I think the content game if you can play it how how 
I, I create and document at the same time. So like I'll do this, yeah, document it, and then I'll also create in terms of like here's how to make a podcast, here's how to right, yes, because of course in you doing this and you're filming at the same time, mm. you you're building that material bank mm. that when you come down to doing a like a, a workshop that you might put together, mm. then you've got all that material. Or if you're going to do a video that yeah, goes yeah, through yeah. it, you've got it. Yeah. But you, are you thinking ahead slightly on that, or no. are you just saying, well, I'm going to capture everything and I'm going to figure out how to use it later? Capture everything, figure yeah. out how to use it. So I'll, I'll go through this footage. I'll, I'll I'll go through the sound, make sure it sounds all right. Um, if there's anything that I need to chop out or change, sometimes it's like we'll have a break in between or something. Um, I'll slurp my coffee a bit too loudly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or someone will say something that will just be like, I don't want that included. And I'm like, oh, fine. Um, you know, I used to get, we used to have a, before we did video, yeah. we had a good friend of mine, Donal, uh, used to edit our podcast. <laughs> and he kept telling us not to, to stop farting during the podcast. <laughs> I'm like, we're not. No. He, and he keeps hearing these farting noises <laughs> on it. We're like, we're not doing it. So he, he, would, uh, he would call out these noises. Oh, no. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, I, so I'll sit and I'll listen to the sound. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll, so I did it this morning. I pulled out... Um, put it into Adobe Audition, that's where all the sound lives, and then I, I'll, I'll just chop it, so like I and O, that's in and, in and out points, um, and then I'll, I'll export just that bit, so normally it's like a minute long, so that's like my micro content from that episode. Okay. So like the last, the one that I did this morning had about four, five, five micro bits of content, so that I'll, I'll edit that tomorrow, mm. um, but I can, I can, I can listen it's a passive thing so so by listening just to the podcast and then go oh actually that sounds good rewind a little bit like so I, I just had a load of admin stuff to do today um which i don't like doing admin so if i can i can tie it up with the passiveness of listening to the the audio from from the podcast with doing something admin-y so that's that's listening to your own podcast again yeah it's been published it's out there no 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 so, so this before. is po uh, pre pre-published um so this is the one i recorded last week i'm listening to it to see if it needs editing okay. or the volume and then see if i say anything that, I, I mean i'm pretty comfortable with putting out what i say yeah because i know I, i'm not going to say anything stupid like whereas like other people sometimes they're a bit like oh i don't want that in the podcast and i'm like <laughs> fine whatever um but yeah by doing that i can do stuff whilst it is something I've been meaning to do. Mm. There is a feature in the podcast app I use, Overcast, which allows you to share a segment. So if, um, let's say I was listening to your podcast and you said something fascinating, and I was like, I've got to share that with people. <laughs> I can hit share, and then you can, what you can do is uh, you set, select in and an out, okay. and it will create a little video. It's not, it's not a video. Mm. It's just the audio, but it creates a video version of that with a little mini slider, which you can then share to, to, to Twitter. Uh, okay. And I, I like that idea about <clears throat> Because I find that when I'm listening back to, mm. to my podcast, that I need to do that. So I can publish it, sure, I can put it out there, but it'd be yeah. really good to have these bits of micro content, as mm. you call them, um, which just pull out little sections. Yeah. Because not only is it a way of just keeping the life of that tweet a mm. little bit longer or giving it a bit more, um, giving it a, a longer life, but also I found that you can then use, well, I can use that material for clients. Because often, the, what, what, the reason I started the podcast was to learn. Hmm. I wanted to start a podcast and I thought, this is a great way to learn. I'm crap at writing. So this is, the, I can talk. So that's what I do. What do you mean learn? Um, well, it was a good way to meet different people mm. and learn from them. So I can okay, ask yeah, them yeah, questions. Yeah, yeah. 
I love learning from other people. I actually, I actually did start as a little bit of a ruse to get in front of potential clients. Because business development. what business wouldn't like it to be in, wouldn't like to be interviewed about them? Yeah. yeah, no, no, no. It's totally like totally like be so like that's business development is a fucking like that's my main reason why I started the podcast is because one having a chat for an hour with an individual is a long time to have a chat for. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Like yep. roughly an hour. Um, and yeah, it, yeah, just putting people on like they like it, don't they? They're like, oh yeah, yeah. Like, and actually, um, while it started off a little bit like that. And, and I started learning from people as well. Mm. It does open a lot of doors. Mm. Just going to the Bath Digital Festival, I get to speak to Jim Morrison, the owner. Yeah. I had an interview with him last year. I start to know a lot of the people there. Mm. I'm hanging around basically interviewing everyone because mm. I've got a podcast. Yeah. I mean, I could be anyone. They don't, yeah, yeah, they don't yeah, yeah. know how successful or not it is. No, no. But because you've got a mic, because you've got a camera, mm. I got to speak to pretty much every speaker mm. that I went to see. Yeah. And I was really happy about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be really difficult to get to do that otherwise. It really gets you places. Just having 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 that vehicle to mm. do so. Yeah, yeah. So there's, I was watching a, a, a vlogger on on YouTube, and he's like, a bit bad, but he sneaks into festivals and stuff. And he's like, if you've got a camera, like a big camera, go and say you're filming, and like most people will be fine with it. Yeah. If you're really like really confident, and it's true though, isn't it? If yeah. you've got something that shows your kind of credibility, essentially. And you're like, right, I'm doing this. Do you want to be on it? And most people are going to say, unless they've got somewhere to be or something to do, yep. then they're going to be okay with doing it. And yeah. and I found that when I was at university, we'd be running around with, this be, with these big beta cams on our shoulders. <laughs> and and one of us would be the cameraman. One of us would be the, the uh, would be holding the mic. Yeah. Um, and then the other would be the interviewer. I felt so confident. I could walk up to anyone and say, oh, um, can you tell us a little bit about the new building site over there? What, what are your thoughts on, um, on, on why it's happening? Do you agree with it? What, whatever the question was that we've been set. Yeah. I had no problem doing that because I had authority, mm. because I had a job to do. Yeah. But I could not do that <laughs> without a camera or a reason. And no. they would go, oh, is this going to be on the BBC? <laughs> and we're like, uh, so yeah. the question... Yeah. <laughs> But it yeah. worked, and yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. It, it does. It, it, having having a job to do, having a reason to do it, that mm. makes a huge difference mm. in terms of giving me the confidence to go out and and do something. I think, yeah, that's that's quite a good point. Actually, is like having a reason for it, like like you said, like having the podcast, mm. and like yeah, because Jack did say to me, "Is like, are you going to record a podcast while you're down here?" And I was like, mm, "Probably not," um, just because I had loads of stuff to carry, like and trying to carry all the because I parked at the park and ride and then trying to carry all the other stuff like <laughs> like you see how much I've got um there's a few bags there yeah <laughs> but like yeah maybe I should have just done it and well I, I mean it, it's the only way I know that I'm going to actually remember it because that's the other reason I started doing it is I could go and attend a talk mm. and it's going to go in one ear and come out the other yeah I could write some things down. I'm going to remember it better. Mm. If I talk to someone about it, mm. I'm going to pull out the most interesting points. Yeah. Why don't I just record that conversation? So that's exactly what we did. We mm. just said, um, Al, who was our web developer at the time, let's just take the camera and we'll just record our thoughts because yeah. I'm I, nothing bad is going to happen. I can ditch it if it's no good. Yeah. And it worked out really well. Yeah. It, it was really good. And actually, there's a couple of really good talks in there where I've had clients... Uh, come up with a certain issue or problem mm. I just refer them straight to it and say right start at two minutes in mm. this is the bit I want you to listen to yeah 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 actually saves me a load of time and I haven't yeah. had to do anything no that's cool 
So yes, you should have. Yeah. <laughs> you should have recorded it. I, I, yeah, I suppose I could have done like a multi... Yeah, like with different people, like the organisers, the different talks and but stuff like that. I only thought of doing that last uh, at the last minute. Yeah. I was just going to do my normal spiel at the end of the day and record it. I thought, hey, that's effort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why yeah. don't I just interview everyone who's done a talk? Yeah. And most were like, yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. Yeah, you, you, you just kind of like, like, right, can I, can I interview you? Like, yeah, fine. <laughs> do you know what, though, being, being British or being me anyway, I was more worried about being kicked out. I know when, when we were talking, there mm. were people, um, the Bath Digital crew, mm. sort of hovering in the background. Yeah. Going, Are they finished yet? Because we need to get the new people in. Yeah. I'm really conscious of that. Yeah. And that was the only thing that really, I think, stopped my flow a little bit. That mm. I was worried about what other people, that I'd be taking other people's time or getting in the way. If I need to get over that a little bit, because they'll tell me to go away if I need to. Beg for forgiveness. Don't yeah, ask exactly. for permission. Like I believe in that so much. Like it's like just do shit and then say you're sorry. Yeah, you're it's, I'm not defacing anything. I'm not doing anything no. wrong. They just need to ask me to move along. But yeah. I, I'm just. I need to get over that. Yeah. That's a, a, an internal issue. <laughs> how, how do you think you get over that? Like, doing more of it. Yeah. Um, when I interviewed you, I think it was the second day, and yep. I, I still wasn't quite comfortable with. And I'm always terrible at starting yeah. podcasts. And normally I cut that out. No one knows. <laughs> um, but you suggest, said, just just start. I'm like, I know, I know. I mm. should do that. But actually, after you said that, I just started at each Did one. Yeah. And I, I became so much more confident uh, in, in terms mm. of just beginning, just saying, right, what's your name? And we'll just crack on yeah, yeah, talking yeah, yeah. about whatever it, your talk was. Um, and just those three days of recording at Bath Digital yeah. I'm, I'm so much happier about doing interviews in That's front of cool. people just getting my camera up holding it at arm's length yeah. you know I was even worried about that thinking about like, look like a bit like a, an idiot yeah. holding my camera up yeah. I was really worried about it in the street you know I, I'm in the middle of the street uh, anonymous people walking past mm. they don't know me I don't know them and there's me worried about what they think mm. of me holding this camera mm. talking to it yeah why should I care it's, it's, <laughs> why should I care it's horrible isn't it like that that and, and that's why a lot of people don't do video they don't do talks they don't put themselves out there it's because they're worried about what other people think and like yeah i don't i don't know how to get over that do you know a way to get over that or just, just doing it doing i, it, I yeah. found that the first time i was whispering into the camera <laughs> into the mic a little bit and i got more confident as i went on mm. um just doing it and doing it and realizing that people are going to be more interested in what I'm doing rather than thinking I'm who's that weirdo yeah they'll be like oh what's that on yeah can I get in the background yeah <laughs> and it's like oh my god my first one was so bad I sat in front of the computer I was like proper fat um and I was like right I'm going to talk to you for a minute like really unconfident and um I just set myself a goal of doing 100 videos in 100 days mm. one minute long and fuck me by doing that you've like and by putting it publicly yes going, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do a hundred videos. I want you to hold me accountable if I don't post it. And like it, it, that helps like, like straight away because then you don't have to think about it. You're not writing a script. You're not, you're just going right today. I did this. Da, 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 da. Yeah. I'm like, it's going to be shit. It's going to be shit. Like you, you're going to start. And then yeah, just progressively you're like, Oh, I'll start adding captions to it and yeah. I'll start adding yep. titles and I'll make it designed and I'll, I'll add sounds. I'll add little graphics before it. And then, yeah, before you know it, you, you're creating content that looks good, is engaging and getting engagement and then ultimately lead into business. Like yeah. the, uh, my personal brand is like my biggest business driver. Um, 
that and like referrals so like I'm going to keep doing both of them if you know what I mean like yeah, referrals I can't really choose unless I say to the <laughs> clients like do you know anyone but I don't really like asking it's like wow oh, okay so why don't you like asking because I don't feel like I should put pressure on the client to ask to send people my way but you don't have to put pressure on them no you just say I've got this really good idea mm. do you know anyone who's interested in this mm. well I've just been trying out this method do you know anyone who would be interested in doing yeah. that? Because you're not you're not having to force force them no, to. No, no, it's no. like feedback. I made a I made an app um a website for collecting feedback. Yeah. Because I because feedback is so important for marketing mm. because it gives you um it gives you the words your clients use to describe you, mm. which is part of your brand. Yeah. It's useful for search optimization. Yeah. It it helps reflect back mm. um who your customers are to potential customers. Yeah. But it's a real pain to collect. And, and I felt like you, like, I didn't want to ask. I can ask for testimonials. Right? But, but to me, that was, a lot of people don't want to ask, no. even for that. Oh, but I, I can be like, yeah, can you give me a testimonial, leave it on Google, leave it on Facebook. Same thing. And I can put it on my website. But then, mm, yeah. Oh, okay, you don't want to badger them for it and say, come on, Nigel, this week. Come on, who, who do you, you know? Who do you know? Who do you know? No, of yeah. course not. But you can... There are, there are, I guess it's just, it's like testimonials. It's looking out for them. Mm. It's looking out for the right opportunity and knowing that if you know when that opportunity comes, yeah. like you've just done something interesting and they go, oh, that's really, that's really cool. Mm. Trying to engage them into. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or there, you can set up certain situations. Mm. So you can invite your customers to workshops and mm. ask them to bring someone along. Yeah. So who are they going to bring along? They're going to bring yeah, someone yeah, along yeah, yeah, that yeah, they yeah. trust yeah. and that they want to meet you. Yeah. So you're 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 not asking in any way. You're saying, oh, come and have some free stuff that will be useful to mm. you. And why not bring a few people along? It's mm. you know maybe it's a fifty quid or seventy five quid thing. Just bring them along for free. Mm. Oh, cool. Yeah. You've just now got some ex extra customers for doing yeah, yeah, yeah. potentially. Yeah. <laughs> doing nothing. And you know what? It's a great idea. I don't do enough of that myself. <laughs> <laughs> I lo yeah. I love it how like when I say shit all the time and I'm like you should do this you should like do this and then and then i'm like i should do that too yeah, yeah. right we should all do this <laughs> but don't you find that that helps you yeah so in, in, you it is a bit like a plumber's sink um where you know how to do it you can do it very well but maybe you're just focused on other people that you don't have enough time or don't put enough focus onto your own efforts but actually talking to more people about those things and mm. talking whether they're customers paid or unpaid you do get better at your mm. own work because you say, actually, that's a really good idea. I'm going to do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I, yeah, try and, try and use your own ideas to, to and kind of stick by them. Yeah. Um, going back to that kind of doing stuff for you is that I try and see my personal brand and then at live as, as clients of mine. So like making content for me, yeah. spending a certain amount of time on it, making content for at live, spending a certain amount of time for it. Like like I would a client, like mm. I'm gonna um, put this amount of time towards you, put this amount of time towards you. Um, I think by doing that, it's, yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm essentially hiring myself to do the work. And if yep. I think of it like that, it's a bit like, right, you gotta do work, otherwise that client's gonna get shitty. Do you know what I mean? Like. No, I do. I do. Um, when we were recording earlier, we talked a little bit about sponsorship and mm. something I want to move into. That f fits in really neatly with what you're saying, that the podcast, for, for me, takes up quite a bit of time. Mm. Um, 
I don't know how much, but <laughs> enough. Um, it needs to pay its own way in terms of either referrals in or actually earning money directly. Mm. And sponsorship is the one way of doing that. Yeah. But I do feel now that is part of my job to do that, that mm. the, the podcast is a role I play. It's a, it's a client, if you will, like you, yeah. you call it. I don't quite think of it like that, but no. it, it is something that I do. Mm. Um, it's, it's, what, it's what I do for clients or prospective clients. It's, it's not just marketing. It's, it's, that, it's, it's actually a free service mm. that I provide for all those free clients, yeah. those pr- prospective clients on, yeah. the, on the free plan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's, but thinking about it in that way has made a huge difference in terms of it's not an effort anymore. It's not something I, I have to do. Um, that's wrong. It never really felt like an effort, but it, it always felt like, oh, I better get the podcast out. I need to, do, yeah, you, yeah. Now it's just, it's something we do. It, it feels it's, like a it's, bit of a burden, doesn't it? To yeah, start it, with, it did, like, oh, it I did need do. to do it. I need to, do, and it's that getting started, isn't it? I think. Yeah, but now we do it regularly. We do it every two weeks, and yeah. it's it's something we do. It's in the schedule, and it's it's like the free plan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. What, so, what what is the free plan? What? Um, see, this is something I've been noodling in my head, and so what I'm going to say in terms of how I think of it now is not actually how it's pitched on our website. No, no, but. I think of the services we provide as different levels. So you've got the free plan, which you don't pay for. It's it's public. Mm. It's it's something you can just access. It's going to be our blogs. It's our podcast. That sort of stuff. Okay. And then you've got the pay, um, the different levels, the pay plan levels, which we've got um, something I call the Inventive Marketing Club, mm. which is a monthly webinar I do. It's like group coaching, mm. if you will. Um, or group preaching, I guess. Mm. <laughs> Me talking about a particular topic and people listening. Mm. Uh, and then we've got one-to-one coaching. Okay. And so I, while I haven't quite structured it as a free plan, value plan, and a plus plan, mm. that's kind of what it is. Yeah. And, and, and I guess I haven't structured it like that because I haven't, I've just been doing something mm. until I've found a use for it. And now I've found the use for the podcast is yeah, actually, yeah, yeah. that is a way I can give to people without it costing them anything and maybe draw them a little bit closer. Mm. So if they do want to take that next step up, it's actually not a huge leap to get something which it, they can come into the family of, mm. of uh, Inventive and, yeah. and then we can start then moving up that product staircase. <laughs> do, do, you, do you believe in that in terms of like the, the journey and, and taking them up? The... Um, to some degree, mm. yeah. There, there are, I think there are just, there are, people are at different stages of a business journey. There's going to be people who are starting mm. who have either no money or don't want to put money into marketing or yeah. paying someone else yeah. to do that, um, which is fine. I understand that. Mm. I know their position because I've been there. Yeah. And you just basically want to get as much as you can for free. Mm. So I definitely have produced information um, that I know will get people a little bit closer mm-hmm. because I know it works on me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I'm looking into something, I will, I will watch videos. I will go online. I will... F- start to narrow in on a product or service yeah and then you can take that next step mm. by signing up for a free trial yeah and once you're on that free trial oh well then you've got other options and additions that mm. can make your life easier or that you can move up their value chain a little bit mm. more um whether i have it those steps right i don't know no. and it's trying to find the tipping point between someone coming to you for free and paying something because that is a really big wall, whether it's a pound, five pounds, 25 pounds. Getting someone to go from free to paid is hard. Yeah. Once they're paying, 
oh, you pay another £10, pay another £25. It's not difficult. No. Or it's, it's easier. But to get someone to go from free to paid is the hardest bit I've found. But I feel that that is the best progression. And, you know, if, there are some people who don't want to pay. <laughs> they want to do it themselves. <laughs> Fuck yeah. And they have... <laughs> But that's fine. Yeah. No, have yeah, yeah, everything yeah. I've got and have it willingly. Mm. Um, but you're not getting anything else in no. this bit. Um, I guess Just I... Just do it yourself because I know I can do a better job. Yeah. My job. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So so for me, I, what I'm not good enough at doing is, uh, I think, putting those into um, better product sets. Mm. I've got it all there. Actually, I've got everything I need yeah. to have a really good sort of nurture, what, what they call a nurturing program where mm. I can bring people in slowly and naturally at their own pace. And when they're ready, if they're ready and if they want to, they can then jump over to start paying money. Mm. And I don't want to rip anyone off. No. Because I don't like being ripped off. No. But I, just, I know that I'm willing to pay for content. There was actually a really good podcast I listened to. I can't remember the guy's name. I'll let you know afterwards if you have show notes. But um, he talked about um, he looked at the technology through the lens of Apple. Mm. So he, he, he was a, marketing, a market analyst mm. and he was always talking about um, how, you, um, how you're better off not doing an NBA. Is it an MBA? So yeah. basically paying money to go and do a marketing yeah. course. Yeah. Um, but actually doing it yourself or there's some new ways of doing it and he always talked about this this concept of a, a an, an mba or his his own sort of course and i i said i i sort of in my head thought well just make it and i will buy it because what you're i love everything you're saying the problem is you're a bit rambly <laughs> but if you could take all of your thoughts into a cogent audiobook mm. or a podcast that i pay for yeah i'm there yeah he hasn't done it no was it Bob Mester? Is that his name? Or is that an associate? I can't remember his name. Um, but there are tons of people where I listen to them. It's like, I will pay you money yeah. for your concentrated view on something or for that additional content. Mm. It's usually actually the, the concentration. It's like, I want to save time. Mm. If, you, if you can give me something where I can listen and learn each day. There's so, so many podcasts that I would pay for, mm. but they give away freely. They have sponsorship or, or other, yeah. other forms. But I pay for it. Would think, you? Yeah, I think once I'm inside, once you start listening to it, you think, this is valuable to me. Mm. This is my continuous professional development and it's free. Mm. Tons of YouTube videos like that. But actually, I would pay for it because for you to, for you to learn yourself can take a long time or for you to, to, to experiment with these things yourself. But there are people out there who mm. are doing the experiments for you. Like, can you give me an example? It's only because I don't do this, like I don't think. Can you give me an example of something that you've learned from maybe viewing content or, or listening to a podcast or right. I'm gonna have a, I'm gonna have a sip of my coffee. That's fine. Yeah, while I think about that. I, mean, I swear, and like you, everything's like tappy. Sorry, guys. Look at that. ASMR. Don't get me started. On oh that. god, so I, I can't do it. I came I'm, across a YouTube video. I'm just gonna press the mic. <laughs> oh, oh no. Um, Beer rub. <laughs> what? <laughs> See, you asked me the specific question on that. Um, there is. Yeah. Right. Okay. So there is a a good SEO podcast I mm. listen to. Can't remember the name of it. If I had my phone in front of me, I could probably find it. And it's the person, the guests that they interview mm. are 
um, interesting. They've got so much advice which yeah. I can use, and I'm oft I often find myself referring it to clients <laughs> because it's so good. Um, I think one of my LinkedIn work workshops not was based around um, one of their um, interviews, but I took so many like oh, real, really good gems or insights that I'd not thought about um, that just clicked for me from this podcast. But he records it poorly or not as good. It's too much echo on there. It's not as good. It's like, it's like he's holding the mic away from him like this. It just doesn't sound very good. Um, he doesn't record it very well. It's a bit rambly and it could do with some better editing and it's too long mm -hmm. for the amount of content I would pay uh, shall I put a figure down I, I would pay probably at least £10 a month um, to subscribe to something where I had a better recorded more succinct edited version mm. of the tips that he comes out with it's yeah so it's all about SEO mainly focused on that but there's some marketing tips in there as well some social media tips but I get a lot out of it. It's just too long to listen to. So every time I see it in my podcast queue, I hesitate. And I don't want to because no. I know every time I listen to it, I love it. Yeah. If you can condense it down to 20 minutes, I pay for it. So what do you get out of it? What, what, what do you learn from it? I just I don't think I learn that way. Does that I, make sense? Like, yeah, I, I get from it reminders of what is good practice. Okay. Reminders of what I should be doing. Um, tips that will be useful for clients because as I let their voices wash over me mm. I know I've got client problems at the back of my mind mm. and I'll hear something go that would be useful for mm. client X or, the, or, or Y would really like that yeah and that knowledge just sits in there mm. and then can be replayed back out of our inventive um, workshops or um, when I'm doing a one-to-one -one with a client or even on the podcast and in fact you know I was talking to you earlier about um, doing a podcast is a good way of consolidating that information for me mm. and picking out the useful gems. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's true. Yeah. So I find, I, I find <laughs> it as a way of um, pulling it, helping me, yeah, with my continuous professional development, really, but mm. in a very concise way. Because people, people do this professionally. I, I, we used to work with some vets, and they would pay a lot of money to go um, on various nurse courses or surgeon mm. courses, and they have to do it regularly. Mm. Um, on, on various different things. They have to do this and they have to pay money for it. Good money. I'm getting this stuff for free. Yeah. A lot of the time. But actually, I, I would rather save a bit of time and pay some money towards it. Do you not feel like... Because to me, it feels like some people, they, they, they consume all this information, they watch all these videos, they listen to all these podcasts, they go to all these events, seminars and whatever, and... and it feels like they feel like they're doing work and progressing. <laughs> and I've had, I've had a couple of people, I can think of some people as an example. And it, to me, it just feels like they're not getting on with shit. Do you know what I mean? Does, yep. do, you, do you think that some people use that kind of way and, and the way of paying money? And, and I think that's where a lot of people sell their courses, like Tony Robbins, um, all those kind of success resources courses that piss me off um but that that's slightly different because there, there's a lot of there's a lot of fluff content in there yeah um i went to um i was with a coach a business coach oh, what's his name simon williams mm. he's not all bad he's fine um but he, <laughs> he he was working with a franchise called action coach i think mm. um 
and I, I like Simon a lot and I got a lot out of what of, um, I th- think I spent two years with him mm. um, doing one-to-one and then other stuff in fact a lot of the what, st- what I do in my business is based on some of the things yeah, I yeah, picked yeah. up from him um, but some of his content was came from Action Coach yeah. and it was very much just pouring out the same information yeah. over and over again and it could, you could almost see it repeat yeah it's like it gets to the end and you can see it cycle through mm. again. Not his fault. He was a good coach. I really yeah. liked him. He was really good at asking you why you're not doing shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I did find that that, you get to a point where I, I, I know enough now. Mm. But it was really useful. Mm. I, re- really useful to sort of accelerate that process. It yeah. was fluffed out a lot to make it feel valuable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like you're going to get this free and this free and this free. And I'm like, mm. I just want that. Yeah, Don't yeah, give yeah. me anything else. No, no, no. But um, I did find it useful. Okay. Maybe, you, maybe it depends on who you are. Yeah, For me, I think I'll I like just, yeah. information washing over me, and I will pick. It's like the Matrix. I'll just pick out what I need. Mm. But some people, you're right. I think they just pay for coaches, mm. or they pay for these tutorial videos, Lynda.com, all that sort of stuff. But don't do anything with it. Like going to the gym. I think, well, I'm paying my membership. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be yeah, better yeah, yeah. at it. I'm going to get a flatter stomach by doing this. No, you won't unless you put the work in. Yeah. Or yeah, or and and people use it as a kind of an escapism, don't they, to to do any actual work? Like <laughs> if, if they can say, "Oh yeah, I went to Bath Digital Festival," and and it, it feels good because they did something, but then it's like you're not actually doing work. And like I've had people like come to me, they're like, "How are you so busy?" And like, "How do you keep up with what you're doing?" And I'm like, "Well, I'm actually not that busy. I just know what I'm doing and when I need to be doing it." Like. Yeah. And I, w- I watch stuff on like on on YouTube, like Matt Diavella, who does talks about like productivity and things like that. And um, he talks about like how he literally plans his day out to work, personal, uh, YouTube, and travel. And then like by doing that, he's he's got that time blocked out. And I I think mm-hmm. we overestimate or underestimate actually the time it takes to do things. And I, I've started doing it now. Is like. I'm like, right, I'm going to do a video edit. It's going to take me two hours. Like, you can't do that in half an hour. Like, no. do you know what I mean? Like, and then it, it, when you don't put it down, you don't and color code it. So it's all like, you can see, like, I'm going to spend two hours doing that. And then... Do you, do you plan quite rigorously? Do you go through your calendars, really block out that time? Yeah. I it's only just started now, but like, I found since reading the deep work one, like, I need to do it. Otherwise, yeah. I just... I just I go on social media and I I reply to comments I reply to messages which is doing work but it's not focused yes is it doing work no, I no, mean no, no, it's, no. Yeah, it's so fine if it's an idle moment but it might it's just passing time sometimes yeah, sometimes no, no. it's doing work and um have you heard of something called default diary no uh, so thank you Simon Williams for default diary there you go <laughs> shout out <laughs> um so a default diary is a way of you blocking out what you expect to do. It's like it's like the things you can look at it two ways actually. It's either the things that need to be done. So you're putting you're putting everything that needs to be done in there. So it's client commitments, admin, everything goes in there. You can also look at it as a way of um, looking at your future you and saying <laughs> what work you do want and saying yeah. I am going to have these things in here. So therefore I'm going to budget that time already. Because you can always change it. Mm. You can always push things around. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have something where I have an aspirational Friday afternoon called business development. Okay. And I look forward to that. Do you? Because it's my time to go, what have I wanted to do to push the business forward? 
what little noodly things do I need to do? Oh, and you set that as a time. It's actually three hours in the afternoon, two, two o'clock till five. That's good. Um, whether I can use it like that or not, whether client work pushes into mm. it, but generally it doesn't because people know, I tell them I don't work on Fridays. I mm. do business development the whole day or I have breakfast with my wife in the, yeah, in the yeah, morning. Yeah. So I, I just push out the whole day. Mondays, I plan. So Monday morning is just planning. I'm just looking at everything I'm doing, planning, 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 planning. Um, I actually end up with only about three days of work <laughs> I can do. Yeah. But it's good because mm. then you you focus all your work on Tuesday to Thursday. Mm. Your Fridays are relaxed. Mm. You're not too worried about it. And if there is a um, no, sort of hangover mm. of, a, of a week coming from Thursday, you've got time. Yeah, yeah, You're not yeah. pressured. You haven't promised anything for no. Friday. And if you have to push that business development off you, then it needs to be yeah. done. But like, actually plotting that stuff in mm. I, I really look forward to each week yeah, I, I love the, I love a good planning session yeah I do, so I don't know if you do do that or you just plot out every single day and you're going to maximise everything uh, um, so I try and maximise everything <laughs> <laughs> type A like. work, 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 work. yeah um, well no but I, I like I would like schedule in like um, reading like I, I just I'll, I'll, I'll read for like half an hour oh that's good and I'll set in the morning like I try. I went, so I won't turn my phone on flight mode, off flight mode. So I've got no, no nothing coming in to take my attention away because that I found was just like draining my attention. Mm-hmm. So by actually physically not being able to see the notifications, that email, that yeah. Facebook, that LinkedIn, whatever, I'm not attracted to it. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna try to get that dopamine hit from it. <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll try and do some deep work, whether that's a video edit or something for for me normally or at live, unless it's like I need to do client work, and yeah. then then I'll schedule that that in. Um, but yeah, but by doing the the work in the morning, I'll, I'll then stop at about ten or eleven, and I'll just like make a coffee, make my breakfast, and like read a book for half an hour, and then that's like right, you've done the morning, like yeah, you're relaxed, you're in a kind of zen mode, and then you get back to work and you answer emails and you I schedule I schedule the time to so I use social media as a tool it's a tool like publish to put content out there engage to to keep the audience engaged Mm -hmm. and and play to the algorithm a little bit um manage clients because I obviously manage their social media and stuff and then yeah so by setting out the time I'm then not getting my attention taken away from me And I, I think it's so important, like, and especially for me, like, I don't know how everyone is personally, but like, we're we're not designed to deal with a lot of shit, no. and like, social media and phones and technology, it's it's get demon it gets demonized, but then ultimately you're in fucking control. Yeah, like, and it really pisses me off when people's like, you need to control social media, like, it's bad for our health, it's bad for our kids, and I'm like, you're the one that can switch it off. Mm-hmm fucking switch it off <laughs> um and that, that kind of gets my goat up a little bit and just in terms of like people are complaining they're putting it down whereas like they're not taking accountability like i knew i was like i was like oh yeah i'm busy i'm i'm answering messages i'm posting to instagram i'm doing this i'm doing this and then it's like well i'm not really because i'm just ticking along thinking yeah. that i'm doing stuff and then when it gets to the like i'm like oh it's not done anything <laughs> i do like the, your idea of doing the admin part of work at around 10 10 30 mm. Um, because I've found that some of my best work is done in the morning. Mm. Um, so that's when I get, like, if anyone's paying me, like, one-to-one, mm. I say do it in the morning. Because yeah, otherwise, yeah, yeah. in the afternoon, I've eaten, I'm tired, don't, <laughs> I'm not bothered. But 
I I have a planning uh, a bit of time like I check emails and stuff in the morning. I should move that because mm. I think I'll be better off doing that around ten thirty eleven. Yeah, and not even looking at anything. No. Until that time. Honestly, do it. Like, yeah. honestly, because, and then people will know that you don't respond to emails until, yeah. and you could even set, like, if you wanted to for a couple of weeks, like, I'm sorry, I won't re respond to emails until 11, yeah. 11 a.m., whatever. Um, and I think, yeah, I think that works so well. Like, I think so many people need to, you need to test stuff, like, test what works for you as an individual, because we're all different. We all work at different times. But if you're not willing to go and test stuff and, like, be your own little guinea pig, like, it, I heard that in a Tim Ferriss podcast, actually, and he's like, like you've always got to be testing yourself and yeah. like seeing how you can um i can't remember who it was but he talks about like boxes mm -hmm. and like you're in a box and you go up to the next box but you won't know until you progress to the next box until you've you're in that box and then mm -hmm. you're like oh i'm in this box now. and you'll feel it like within yourself like that sounds all like higher level hippie kind of thinking but i genuinely believe in that it's like once you start doing work and get into a kind of process and like maybe you level up in terms of like you go to a different role or you get a bigger client or it just kind of happens but you'll know when you've leveled up and then yeah that's quite exciting for me it's like i'm like oh i've leveled up <laughs> <laughs> i did feel that when i started managing my diary better i felt mm. i'm taking control of this mm. I, I had it the same I, i've usually always been late uh, when i was younger certainly i was known for being late and borrowing money off people, oddly. Um, I don't bother borrowing money off people now, and I'm not late. But I, I, I always used to come home from um, various client meetings and so on late. Like, mm. we just had kids, and my wife was like, can you be back by yeah. 6 o'clock, 5 o'clock, so you can help? Because she's yeah. manic by that point. And I was kind of like, oh, it's traffic, and this, yeah, and that, yeah, yeah. and the other. It's like, at the end of the day, it's my responsibility. Mm. And I could either take ownership of that, yeah, and... Yeah, yeah make sure I was on time and tell clients I have to be back by five. Yeah. So they know, I know. The meeting's got, got to finish at. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now they know. I yeah. mean, years later, everyone knows it's mm. not a problem. Happy wife. No, you said, you <laughs> said <laughs> I've got to be finished. I've got to be back by five. Yeah. Yeah, you said that. Yeah, you yeah. said that to me. Yeah. It's built in now. Yeah, no, yeah. But it, it, it needs to happen. You need to manage people's expectations. And I think if you don't, you're, you're going to be, you're at the kind of mercy of other people, aren't you? Because you're just, yeah, you're, being bitch, well you are because your time can easily be taken away from you yeah but you're talking about levels and and sort of moving up to the next level that's why I, I definitely found that mm. that, that i started to take control of and not just saying that's someone else's fault or i'm going to blame someone else it's my fault you're taking accountability yeah 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 yeah, yeah. and yeah. that's that made a huge difference to how yeah. i feel <laughs> about things and if there's any problem it's my it's my mm. mind to deal with and i'll sort it out and we'll, we'll work through this together yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> me and me yeah yourself the, yeah. the two selves that i was talking about earlier the in a game of tennis um i believe yeah i believe that like you, you yeah it's you're essentially two people that you're like you, it's that inner voice that you have the talk with yourself that you have you're like right we've got this come on this is how we're gonna do it this is taking yep. a, a level so in the book how they do it is they they say like you've got player a player b and then you've got the umpire you've got to be the umpire yeah watching over so if something goes out you're not going to be like, oh, it's gone out. It's ah, you're such a shit player. Like you know that inner talk that you have with yourself. Like that backswing was really bad. Um, you're just going, it's out. That's that's what's happened. And then I think yeah. And if it's a good one, you're just going, that was good. Yeah, yeah. it's it's it, it's yeah. You're just observing it. Mm. Isn't that isn't that similar to is it meditation? Where really with meditation you're just meant to observe what's happening now. M the mindful yeah mindfulness. Yeah, 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 that's yeah, yeah, what yeah. I meant. Yeah yeah. Um, so. You, you you just observe 
what's happening, particularly if it's a stressful situation or a good situation. You go, oh, this is interesting. My heart rate has increased. I'm mm. feeling I'm feeling a little anxious. And you're taking yourself out of that. You're putting yourself in that third person and mm. saying, well, m- my body is doing this. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Uh, and actually that can then help help get rid of it rather than go, fuck, fuck, fuck. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I feel myself getting anxious now. Yeah. So that's, I get like itchy around the back of my neck and then like sweaty and hot and really like, uh, and I'm like, I kind of feel it. And I'm like, fuck, calm down, calm down. Okay. And like, I started talking to, so I've got a daughter who's um, six now. And like, I started telling her about like, they don't teach this in school and it kind of annoys me. Mm. It's like the mindfulness to be mindful. Like, and I, I say to her, I like, put it in a kind of context of like, you've got two brains. So you've got the chimp brain and then you've got the maths and science brain and the maths and science brain does all the thinking, but it's just a little bit slower than the, the chimp brain, which likes to go really quick and throw things and get tantrums and stuff. And like, I think, yeah, but by when I can see her getting stressed, I'm like, what what part of the brain is this? And then she's like, it's a chimp one. And then like, I'm like, what can we do? And then, do you know what I mean? I'm trying to like instill that into her without. No, I do. Uh, my wife Lou, she's done the same thing with um, with both of our boys. Mm. Actually, there's a book that we bought. Um, aim- I think it's about that chimp thing, but aimed at their level, oh, so okay. it's a lot easier um, and more visual. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. she does the same thing when they're all excited. She says, she says, oh, your chimps are out. Let's yeah. um, let's let's sort of say hello to them then put them back away yeah, 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 and yeah, sort of yeah. say bye-bye and yeah. tuck them in their box again and calm down yeah. <laughs> but it is yeah it, it is interesting talking to them about that because mm. they do get it yeah, they, do, yeah. they, they really get it and actually then they'll start saying saying oh my chimp's out mm. <laughs> he's, he's going crazy well that's yes thank you for letting us know Max <laughs> put him away <laughs> but like that's I think, not a euphemism no <laughs> <laughs> but like I think adults do it they they don't they don't know they're not aware mm. like and and they turn to to the gym or social media or food or even reading or music or something some kind of form of escapism to take them away from that little feeling of, of oh, what's making me feel anxious they don't think about what's making me feel anxious yeah. they're like what can i do about it that it's very much like let's shut it out yeah let's let's go but to that, the gym but i think that comes back to ownership again it's it's like taking making it yours to sort out yeah it's it's like only you can really sort it out even if you're talking to someone else a counselor business or personal yeah yeah yeah, yeah. you still need to take ownership of doing something about it yeah. otherwise nothing will change no no um do you, do you ever get anxious or do you ever get like oh yeah what, so if you wouldn't mind describing what, what in your kind of business life when's the time that you felt really overwhelmed stressed it's um, it's some elements of the unknown. Mm. So that can come from doing a workshop. Although mm. I do lots of workshops and talks now, so I'm happy doing them mm. once I'm doing them. It's the bit before. I worry about the starting it. Yeah, I'm actually not anxious. You know what I was saying about um, not, not knowing what to say to start a podcast? I'm not anxious about that as such. No. But it's the same sort of feeling when I'm starting a talk. I'm, I'm, my heart's going a little bit. And I, I'm conscious of it. I'm like, oh, that's it's going. I need to just breathe, yeah, and that'll bring it back down again. Um, it's just, it's like, oh, my fans, the fans gone up on the uh, computer because the CPU's working hard. Yeah. I just need to just ease off on that, and everything's going to come back to normal again. It's, it's, I, I, I'm, I'm fairly conscious of that. I think the times I struggle a bit more are when I maybe don't quite feel comfortable with the client yet. Mm, and I'm okay. usually in a pitching process or mm. there's something I'm 
I'm doing which is not normal. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think of an example. Um, this is a client recently who I don't know. We were referred to them, and they wanted us to take on a website in a form in a sort of using a platform that we weren't native in, so it mm. wasn't WordPress. Um, and I was open with them and said that's that's not what we do. Mm. But I'm I'm I quite like your business. I'm interested in working with you. Um, and also there was just slightly different business to who we're normally working mm. with but I, I i like i wanted there to be something there mm. I, I felt anxious at that time yeah really anxious about every phone call <laughs> um, not every phone call but the first few phone calls when you see the phone call ringing it and no not so much no. that but when i had to ring them ah. initially to chase something up or when i was um sort of sending the first quote out i'd just hold back a little bit on it but actually now i've done a bit of work for them mm. And you can see they're quite, they have a little bit of chat with you. How are you? Mm. What have you been up to? Everything all right? I feel much better about it. Yeah. I don't, and I don't know how to get over that anxiety apart from just doing it. Mm. So like with quotes, just put down my best effort and send it. Proposals, yeah. And not worry about and it. And don't overthink it. No. Because you, ultimately you can't do anything. I used to, yeah, I fucking used to overthink so much. And I'd like, I'd like make it look really yeah. nice. <laughs> And I do a really nice PDF, spend hours on it. And then I feel like it doesn't really matter. Like, just make it nice, put all the information. In. Like, I tell you what, like, call them up or have a meeting before and normally give them a price. Yeah. Or, or say, this is what the price starts at. I'll go away. And then then you know. Yes. That, that's actually a really good tip, actually. Yeah. Don't, don't leave without them having a loose idea of what the price is. Yeah. Hopefully a little bit higher than what you're going to give them. Yeah. Because you've set a price ceiling, which you can then come down from. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But if you have to walk it up, it's harder. Um, yeah, that makes me feel a lot happier when mm. they know what the price is. And I've, I, I've been doing that for years now. And you just go in and say, well, this is our price. Mm. If you, this is a price and, we, you know, it's this not a WordPress all, site. And yeah, so yeah, yeah. we're not so comfortable with it, but we still know it. Mm. As long as you're happy with all of that. So that yeah. did help, but there's still the, I don't know how they're going to react. You're still like, will they like me? That sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like you're starting at school again. Like, yeah. Will oh, I make friends? And, but I get a lot less of that yeah. now than when I first started. It's just experience, isn't it? Like I, I just get so anxious about, oh, what, do, what do they think? And like, I tell you what, when I get anxious, or I, I used to get anxious. It's like when I'd send the video or the work off. For, for them to go yeah. I like it or I don't um, and like yeah I'd be like overthinking it I'd be like I'd be in my own head going oh they're going to say this about it they're going to say this about it and and in reality they don't say anything they're like oh can you maybe change that clip <laughs> or do you know what I mean it's a little thing that they're like not really like that clip and I'm like oh oh, do you like the whole video but you just and they're like, oh yeah 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 it's all good yeah. so I love it yeah Ooh, why do you say so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but it's just, yeah, it's, and then but I think that to me comes back to like working with the clients that you want to work with. Yes, and they know your style, and like you're very strong in terms of like this is what we do, like and not trying to pander to other people, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I, and it, it's important because you're going to come out with better work, um, and as long as it's aligned with what they want, mm. they're going to be really happy with it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Have you got any questions for me? No. <laughs> no, you've already asked them your, no your I've, I've uh, we we recorded another podcast before this for yeah. mine so I've asked you a lot of questions um, I now I'm just interested in the, your approach to video mm. because it's similar to mine but I think because of the way you've been focused on it mm. you're further along in that mm. certainly in, in in technology and in attitude mm. and um, 
Let, I will ask this question, not so much for me, because I know the answer maybe, mm. but for other people. Like, how, how is it that you've found your own voice and style? Because that's something I need to do. So tell, tell people how, how you do that. So, um, yeah, it, it's just a part of like playing about with it and, and trying stuff. And then like, I do a lot of stuff that doesn't always work the best, but then I, I think it looks quite cool. Mm. And I'm like, ah, oh, that looks, that really works actually. That, and that little glitchy effect or that little, that style. Um, and then I tell you what really kind of pushed me along in terms of like making video content is starting to do like my Instagram stories. So like I design them so they, they have a flow. Um, not not trying to make it perfect, but trying to do in-camera transitions. So a lot of it would be like the, the swipe so I can then just cut so the clips Are you pre-recording together. those then uploading them on that way? What do you mean? I assume. Because I, I, I thought Instagram stories was more about um, the I'm going to go do a piece to camera throughout the day and just tell you what's going on with this or what I'm doing on a daily basis. But what you're saying is sounds more produced. A little bit both, really. I'll try and show you an example. Because um, yeah. I, 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 I'm interested in that because I am looking to do more social, media, social video. Mm-hmm. And I think what I do could work quite nicely for that. But I don't know the best way of doing it yet. I don't want it to be hard work. <laughs> so... Yeah, signal's really bad. But um, yeah, basically, I'd, I'd put all the all the kind of videos together. Okay. But then you'll um, produce it afterwards. So you'll. Yeah. So I put all the clips together. Kind of speeds up my process. Okay. Of of editing. Uh, uh, do you know what I mean? I'm not. I'm not trying to overthink it. I'm just like, right, get something out, like yeah. a minute long. It's gonna go away because Instagram stories disappear unless I choose to keep it as a highlight. Um, but by doing that process of, of getting the clips in, editing, it it just helps me speed up my client work, and like I can then just go. I don't know how. Like it's, it's like I know where stuff is. Mm. Does that make sense? Like if you're cooking, so you're cooking in someone else's kitchen, mm. it's really hard, it isn't is, it? Because yeah. you're like, where's the knives? Where's that? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, oh, where's the, the herbs? And like you're like really panicky. And or, or it's like if it's your own kitchen, you're like, oh, the yeah. knives are there, the herbs are there, da, 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 da. and then th- that's kind of how I I developed the the ability to edit quick. Yeah, it's just by editing. Yeah. So like g- going in, filming my day, making it really quick, and then boom, edit, boom, edit, boom, edit. That's yeah. Yeah. So there's two there's two things there in terms of like your style. Mm. It's like the more you experiment with it, the the more you'll hone and and, and it'll evolve over time. Yeah, so yeah. Just yeah. doing it lots. Same with the editing. Mm. It's like the, uh, it's using Instagram as a method for quick, rapid mm. prototyping. Yeah. Actually, because it's there and gone. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Whereas, like with other platforms like LinkedIn or Facebook, you've got to put it there and it stays there. So, like maybe if someone who is who wants to try doing that sort of thing, um, by by knowing that the work's not going to be there in twenty four hours, it's kind of a. I like that though. Yeah. I actually like to build build like a body of work, a diary where mm. people can see 
seeming yeah, evolve. But then but, they can see that on the feed. Yeah. But I, I just like the fact that I can tell people about my day in a cinematic sort of style. Yeah. Or storytelling style. That, that, what are you doing? I, I tried to like, it was getting a bit boring because I was just doing like, just where I work at home is like me on my computer, a coffee. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So I'm like trying to stop that now. Yeah. Like, whereas I'll do it more if I'm out for the day. So I'm like, oh yeah, I'm out for the day. Let's let's go in. Yeah, and so I thought I would. I haven't even got there yet, but if I was going to do it, it would be around some incidental things like we're doing a podcast. So it's like just about to start the podcast, and we're talking to X, Y, and Z. Mm. Um, or I'm on my way to visit Alex. Mm. Um, in fact, I've just arrived at Alex's, and we're going to be. You know, mm. he wants to talk about this, and then actually, if, if Alex is willing, he can be on it too. Yeah. Um, but again, it's just a little, you know, I've just got to start. Just try it. And then just it's try it, yeah. yeah. Are you on Instagram? No. Well, no. I actually, I've, I've got an account on there, but I, no. I think do, I just planted my, got secured my name uh, many at, years ago. At handle. Oh, you haven't posted? No. <gasps> Should you do the first post? Nothing today? at all. Uh, I don't even think I've got the app on my phone. Uh, so maybe, maybe that'll be the challenge, depending on the time. What time is it? <laughs> Half past four. All right, should we stop? Got to wrap up. Any questions? No, that's really cool. No. Really good talking. I, we floated around so many different subjects, and I'm yeah. I'm definitely gonna have to refer back to your podcast for everything that we spoke about. But it's really do good. You, do you like my kind of format in terms of the podcast? Like, I I try not to keep it too. It's it's what I try and strive for, but it's difficult because not everyone is so um, informal. Some people have want to monologue. Oh yeah, they've got a script. And they've, they, they've got yeah. something they want to say, which yeah. is fine. Some people are not confident enough to just just to chat and so it's actually quite short or they go off at tangents it gets a bit boring and you know I'm not it's difficult so mm. it's my job to try and encourage them but I know I love this format and this is what I'm trying to get asked to be like oh cool yeah well thank you very much for being on my pleasure yeah hope you enjoy it